again to another episode of Geeks Anonymous brought to you by the letters Q, S, and the numbers 2 and 3. This is episode negative 96 I squared, recorded live on the holiest of internet holidays, April Fool's Day 2009. And here are your hosts, the VP of Taste Testing for Wonder Bread, David Poulet. <laughs> Hi. And the man who is the genius behind the cornflower worm, Andy Lowe. Hi. You mean the conflicker worm? I'm not that genius. Okay, I, I was I was worried for a sec. If if I was that smart, I would have turned myself into Microsoft for the quarter of a million dollar um, bounty on my head. Yeah, and then gone to jail for a very long time. Hey, jail is free food and room. And anal rapage. Hey, Captain Crunch mention, went to jail and he didn't get... Well, that we know of. Anally raped. Well, but he's also not allowed to go near a computer by himself. I thought, no, I thought that was... Mitnick, I thought I knew, wasn't allowed near a computer. I didn't think Captain Crunch was. I don't know. Isn't Mitnick Captain Crunch? No. No, 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 no. Okay, I don't remember. I'm not up on my hacker lore. (laughs) Know your roots, Dave. Know your roots. My roots? I don't... I'm not a hacker. They're not my roots. Blue boxing in 2600 and the, the trunk system. My roots lie with Pascal and Babbage. With Turing. What's Turing? What's what's Turing? Alfred Turing? Oh, the Turing test. One of the the like fathers of the electromechanical computer. Oh yeah. Charles okay. Babbage. Uh, oh crap! What's her name? Ada. I don't remember her last name, but she has a language named after her. Oh okay. The, these are my roots. <laughs> ENIAC is my roots. U of M North Campus. Fortran, C plus plus, Basic. Q basic. Well, no, those are the languages. Oh, wouldn't that be your roots? Knowing your knowing the the old programming languages? No, 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 no. All right, now, Dave, I have to double check. I did get that right, though. Negative ninety six i squared. Well, i squared would be negative one times times negative the negative ninety six would yes put us at ninety six. Yes, I remember something from math class. See, I probably would have gone a different way. I would have put it in, like, a different base. But it works this way. We could have... I should have put it in binary. Already on it. (laughs) So that's got to be two... Two, so 64, right? One, two, four, eight, 16, 32. 64 plus 32. Yeah, it's 96, right? Yeah. So it'd be so one 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 zero zero one one zero 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 zero. I think. Well, that wouldn't one, have been fun and exciting. Eight sixteen thirty-two. Yeah, one one zero 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 zero. That's not exciting at all. Well, too bad. I like negative ninety-six i squared better. We could do it in base negative two. No, no. Yes, I called the ep- the the podcast now Geeks Anonymous, but that's just. <laughs> Hi, my name's Andy. I'm a geek. Hi, Andy. Thank you. I was wondering if you're going to pick up on that. Yeah. Oh, April Fool's Day, the day where you can't believe anything you read on the internet. Oh, there's plenty you can read. There's just plenty you need to keep in mind. <laughs> Even The Guardian, a newspaper that's been in print for over 180 years in the UK, pulled mm-hmm. an April Fool's joke. Nice. They said they were going to move to Twitter. 
Did you see Pirate Bay's April Fool's joke? That uh, Warner Brothers wants to take him over? That they already took like took him over. That Warner Brothers bought Pirate Bay. Oh. <laughs> uh, Blizzard has a ton of them, as usual. Yeah, the 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 WoW forums have everybody in like some weird language and kind of Victorian era speaking. Yeah. Here, um, let me uh, let me send you a link, Andy. What is this link to? This is the Terratron. Oh, the StarCraft II Voltron mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I saw that. And then the, the Diablo Three has the Archivist, which is basically a playable librarian. Yep. And they have the new conversation system. Yeah. With, like, where is the bathroom as one of your options? <laughs> Look at this mole. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And let's see... Um... What else was out there that was really good? Google did all Google's, their stuff. Google's thing did. It's still going on. It's still going on? Yeah, they keep adding to it. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Katie, C-A-D-I-E, and she has a website called, uh, what is it? She has her own YouTube Katie, channel. She has her own blog. KatieSingularity.blogspot.com. Yeah, she has her own blog. She's obsessed with pandas. Yeah, well, every Google thing over the day has been, like, integrating Katie. <laughs> or rather, she, being a, a AI, has been integrating herself. I love Google Im- image searches, which is like, these are some images I think you would find interesting. Pandas, lolocats, unicorns, rainbows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One with unicorns and rainbows. <sighs> I think I just... It, so there? Yeah. I, I haven't gone anywhere. It's That's Crap. not an April Fool's joke. Dave, what'd you do? I don't know. I think I broke the internet. You can't break the internet. I, think I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That'll be interesting to hear what happened. No. Okay, so yeah. Nothing happened Katie. at all. No? No. Because on my end, like no, I didn't hear anything, and then I heard everything at once. Cognitive Auto-Heuristic Distributed Intelligence Entity. Katie. Oh, my. All right, so, Dave, uh, have you done, like, April Fool's pranks to anybody outside of the Internet? Uh, I pranked my class today. You pranked your class today? I pranked my entire Algebra 2 classes. Why, all you of have, them. Do you have? Did you have a pop quiz based off of um, different pops? No, I just had their seats set up as if they were taking a test. Oh... So they walked in and like, wait, the test is tomorrow, isn't it? I'm like, nope. <laughs> That's just mean. Yeah, I, I got a couple of people stressing out. <laughs> um, the only thing I ever did was um, at the computer lab on campus. Mm-hmm. We, they were using some a bunch of the old mouses with trackballs still in them. Did you take out the trackballs? I took out the trackballs. You are a terrible person. I set them on a bag, and then I just I put them in a bag, and then I just set them on the uh, like the desk that the the people who are supposed to be watching the computer lab sit. Mm-hmm. But there was nobody there, which is why I'm like, you know, it's April first. Nobody's watching me. I might as well. Oh, so I, I put them a bag in there, and I only took out like half of them out of the uh, the entire lab. Mm-hmm. But I just picked them randomly. You are a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. So. Half the computers, the mouse was not working, and then so they, they would have go to go and find all the mice that were missing the trackball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. this three D internet. 
I'll print out your own 3D glasses. Yeah. Right. Uh, Katie has her own sub. Oh, for Google Earth? Yep, for Under the Sea. God. Just, like, ridiculous, ridiculous shit. Like I said, this is the holiest of holidays for the internet. I don't know why. I don't get it. Um, I, I don't know either. It's just, it's just the internet has latched on to April Fool's Day more than anything else. Uh, maybe it's just because it's the easy, easy <laughs> thing to do. Did you also, uh, ThinkGeek has one of their fake items up today. Oh, the, uh... The Tauntaun. Yeah, the sleeping bag. Yeah, that, I think that's really cute. <laughs> I expect that one to come, uh, to be real, eventually. Like the 8-bit tie? Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, as far as Katie, by the way... Yes? Google was really smart with that. Like, they did a lot of background stuff before they started releasing it. I was up at 1 in the morning grading, not 1 in the morning, 12 in the morning grading papers. So when the clock ticked over, I'm like, okay, let's see what Google puts up. And they put that up. I'm like, ah, I emailed Katie. <laughs> Let me find it. So at 3.17, I emailed Katie. And she responded saying, Katie here, thank you so much for writing. Once all the dust settles, I'll dedicate a few CPUs to replying. XOXO. Oh my goodness. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Was not expecting that. Like they they just really did a fantastic job with that. Twitter, I haven't seen anything. No. I haven't seen them do anything. YouTube, the main some of the uh featured videos were all upside down. There's actually a a website somebody pointed out to me. It was like April Fools Hub. Something like that. And it actually lists like most of the, the April Fool's jokes that everybody was uh, posting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Is Slashdot doing anything this year? Uh, oh, yeah. Slashdot has uh, achievements. Achievements? Achievements. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TiVo announced the TV, TiVo DVR Super Advance. Um, DVR can record not yet broadcast programming. <laughs> Get it before it's out there. Yeah. People are ridiculous. Oh, I don't know. Microsoft announced Alpine Legend, which allows you to uh, play Alpine horns while a fourth person yodels along. <laughs> oh, God. I'm too tired for this. It's like, everything is way too funny to me right now. If you recall, I said I emailed Katie at 3.17 in the morning. Yes. That's not when I went to bed. <laughs> Time management, Dave. Time. 55% of my grade was due yesterday. Ouch. So I was a little busy uh, <laughs> doing that when I needed to do other things as well. So, yeah. <laughs> this is April Fool's into... Yeah, April Fool's Day is not a good day to to do any sort of all nighter Sleep deprivation. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it worked out kind of nicely because I got to see all this stuff like as it came out. <laughs> oh, oh, there was the uh, Australian Kotaku, I think, is what it was, uh, talking about how Australia has now banned M-rated games, <laughs> in yeah. addition to everything over M. That would be sad. 
that would be very, very sad. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic pranks. It's really sad. I, I, I Right now I'm addressing the listeners, but as I talked to Andy before we started recording, I said that it, it's so bad that as I was loading the RA podcast website, for just an instant, I caught myself thinking, I wonder what they did for April Fool's. At which point, I slapped myself. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, as you can see, you were thinking of, what could we do for April Fool's? Yeah, that's, that, well, see, that's the thought that came after. The first thought really was, I wonder what they're doing for April Fool's. Or if they did anything for April Fool's. I felt really bad after thinking that. Right. Like, wait a minute. Dave, That's my sight. You're going to do the podcast, and then you're going to go and take a long sleep. Yeah, I, I think so. Because that's... <laughs> my brain hurts. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe we shouldn't do the podcast. Maybe that should be our April Fool's, is that we have this whole podcast, and we just say, ah, ha, ha. Like the uh, the podcast of oh yeah we we're gonna do a podcast but we got Guitar Hero instead and haha <laughs> sucks to be everyone else because we have Guitar Hero well, so did everybody else yeah <laughs> oh okay so anyway speaking of WoW trying to actually like get into topics now because oh. there is stuff that was news that was not put out yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually pretty on the ball for uh, capturing this stuff. Usually Andy dominates the li- the link list. Because yes. I'll go through my reader and be like, oh, that looks interesting, save it for later. Oh, that looks interesting, save it for later. Then when I go to dump it all on the site, Andy's already beat me to it. Ha, 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 uh, ha But this time I was like, okay, that's interesting, put it on. That's interesting, put it on. Well, I also wait for you to um, create... The, the podcast. Yep. And I'm just sit there and wait, and I wait. And this time, it was like, oh, it's already on the site. <laughs> and there's already new links already up there. Yep. All right, Dave, so what's new about the new loot drops for WoW? Andy, do you remember... Play, well, first off, do you remember playing WoW? Yes. I should ask that. Okay, good. Do you remember, remember doing quests in WoW? Yes. And do you remember the annoying quests that had ridiculously low drop rates where you could kill, like, 30 things and get two? Yeah, like the stuff that was around Hogger, and then it's just always, though, hey, kill X number of these guys to get Y number of items. Oh, man, I haven't done Hogger in so long. That's because he's, like, a below-level 20 boss. No, it's because he's Alliance. Ah. I haven't been in Elwyn Forest in years. I should go back there. Uh, anyways, tired, remember? So the, the, the way it used to be was it was a flat percentage. Yeah. Right? It, was, it has this amount of percent to drop. 35%. Well, <clears throat> that was the, the standard WoW quest item drop rate. With a 35% drop rate, it is possible to go infinitely long and not get a drop. It's unlikely. And in fact, I, my Algebra 2 students could... Uh, I should have put this on their test. Man, that would have been great. <laughs> Why did I do like something stupid like basketball free throws? I should have done wow drop rates. You did basketball free throws when the March Madness was going on. You didn't actually touch March Madness. Uh, I did afterwards. Oh. I brought back the brackets. I said, hey, by the way, how many brackets do you guys think there are? 
Given 60, do you know how many brackets there are, Andy? Given uh, 64 starting teams? Oh, 60, uh, 64 starting teams. Shoot, I don't remember. I got the, I did the number Shoot. for 65. Well, isn't there only 64 starting no, teams? there's 65 teams because of the play-in game. Because they wanted to give uh, automatic berth to the winner of the, is it the Mid-American Conference? I don't uh-huh. Where does the 65th team go? I mean, it's... There's, there's, there's a playing game with... Um, right, but there's like 32 games in the first round. Yeah, there's a, there's a playing game that's played on like the Tuesday or Wednesday before the uh, the actual games start. And they play... They basically have a playing game to try and be the number 16 seed to play against Louisville this year. Okay, but isn't that just the 64th team? Well, it's 64-65. There are 65 teams now. It started back in 2001. Okay. See, I'm counting it like when the bracket is filled. Oh, okay. There are sixty-four. There are sixty-four starting slots on the bracket. But, yes? Oh, yes, yes. I will go with yes, sixty-four. Yes, because there's then. four divisions, and there's sixteen teams per. Yes. Okay. Given those sixty-four, assuming I did this right, there are two to the sixty-third unique brackets. Okay. And that is not just like randomly filled out. That is. Uh, where if a team loses, it's off the bracket. Yeah. Two to the 63rd. 18 quintillion 446 quadrillion. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that two to the 63rd? Uh, something like that. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. I think that's actually two to the 64th. Well, yeah, because I'm doing with the two to the 60, two to the 63rd is nine times 10 to the 18th. Yeah. Two to the 60th. So you're doing it with the 65 team? Yes. Okay. It's, yeah, you, you just... I mean, you double it. There's another two. Yeah. Uh, that is, is, is a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's way more than most of my students thought. Well, of course. So uh, anyways. If uh, one do- oh, wait, just fun facts. If $1 yeah. bill represents each of the possibilities and six-inch bills are placed lengthwise end-to-end, the line would make two round trips between the Earth and the middle of the Big Dipper, a distance of about 75 light years. Yep. It's a lot. It's yeah. a staggeringly huge number. It's far more than anyone can actually comprehend. Now, the question is, how much does that drop, though, once you start to factor in things like no number one seed has lost a game? Well, number if two you seeds make are, certain assumptions, yeah. I mean, every the way it works is like every slot is another two. Okay. So once you start factoring that in, you're just pulling out twos. And then you're going to have to... Can, can you do that, though, where you say, like, okay, no team below this rank has ever made yeah, the Final Four, I mean, and so you can cut out a whole a bunch of... conditional probability. Okay. Which you should have learned in high... You did learn in high school. You probably don't remember it. You should have learned in college again if you took any sort of, like, stats or probability course. I actually did take a stats and probability class. Then you should have learned it in college as well. Yeah, but I don't remember that. So, yes, it is possible to, to work that out. Okay. So the, there's a difference between like the probability and just the sheer number. I'm just saying like the the sheer number of brackets there are. Okay. So anyways, wow, <laughs> quest drops. Aha, April Fools, right? Okay. Um it was possible to have streaks basically where you'd have 50 60 times and nothing would drop. Right. Now, it's not actually a, a streak. It's not that you're lucky or unlucky. It's just that's the probability. That's the way it worked out. Uh, now they've changed it to an incremental drop rate. So you would start out at like... 20% something. I don't know. 
But the more things you kill, the higher the drop rate. Okay, it starts out at 45%, and then every time you kill it, you have a chance of getting the quest item. If you don't get it, the per drop percentage goes up. So over time, it will eventually have a 100% drop rate. Yes. And then you're good. And then you would, I guess, probably drop back down to 45% for your, your second item that you're looking for. I don't know. Well, that would only make sense. It would be kind of sad after a while if... Well, it's, I mean... I. I think it's per item, but not per unit of the item. Okay, well, that would be better. Saying? So that if I kill enough to get it up to 100%, it's going to stay at 100% for that item. Oh. If I need this kind of feather, once I get it up to 100%, every time I kill something, I get that feather. Well, that would be nice. I think that's how it's working. Either way, it is nice to actually know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. No more of this kill 50 things for two drops. Yeah. Ugh. Now, not all drops were at 35%. Well, that's what it, it said. The, it says in the, the uh, article that you linked here. Yeah. It said, the uh, originally Blizzard settled on a standard WoW quest item drop rate of around 35%. Yeah, but not everything was that. That was the standard rate. Yeah. But things like that core gem that the the ogres in... Oh, God, what was it? Lakhmadan. That was a pain in the ass to get. I, you, you'd always have to kill, like, 15 or 20 of them to get that thing to drop. It was a paladin quest, I think. It's been a long time. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. You can't go to bed. Let me go to bed. No. Andy's holding me hostage. Someone help me. You can go to bed once we're done. And if you want to, Expedia is selling tickets to Mars for $99. Yeah, haha! Uh -huh, April Fools. Yeah, yeah. What well, I think it's in Gadget. It's one of the two, either in Gadget or Gizmodo, is pretending that they're infected with uh, Conficker. Yeah, Gizmodo was pretending that they were. Um, well, they actually still are pretending. Yeah, I don't. I, that's not a good one at all. Well, they actually tell you now how you can filter the. Um, oh. <laughs> Here, if you want to filter our coverage, here's how. Please provide us with the following information. Full name, address, social security number, bank, routing number, country of residence, telephone yeah. numbers. Ugh. So I'm not happy. I think theirs is a bad one. So the internet still works, by the way. This is, this is the, actually newsworthy. Okay. We don't have a link for it, but the internet still works. Yes. It wasn't supposed to. No? Configure was supposed to activate today. Yes, but it, it, Configure got blown out of proportion. When I saw ABC News do a story on Configure, mm -hmm. and then my I saw local NBC do it, my local news. Yep, or not it, NBC? I don't know who it was. I think it was Fox. But it's just like, um, well, all it was Andy, basically supposed to do was just call home for further instructions. Right, but those instructions are the problem because there are twelve million computers estimated infected with this yeah all right 12 million computers connected to the internet remember that whole staggeringly huge number thing yes think about 12 million computers if they were told to go and attack a website or if they were told to go and attack one of the dns servers well yes but this is not the first time no, has called home Configure? Configure, yeah. This, they, were no, supposed this is, to, they were supposed to call home January 1st, too, and nothing happened then. Yeah, but this is that was Configure B, wasn't it? I think so. This is C. 
God, it's a dude. different virus. It's based on the same thing, which is why it's still called Configure, but it's it's uh, it has code modifications, which makes it much harder to kill. It makes it much more virulent. Vir you virulent? I don't know. I can't speak anymore. I'm going to bed. You can't go to bed. Damn it. You're right. The corn ficker B was on January 1st. This corn ficker C happened on February 20th. Con ficker. Whatever. It's not corn ficker. It's a weird German mashup of words. What? It is. People think that it's speculated it's German fusing the term configure with ficken, the German word for fuck. Ah, uh, okay. So, You're yeah. reading Wikipedia, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, because I just saw that. Okay. <laughs> All right, what's your next one here? Well, I, I, I think it's... Okay, yeah. The next one is... I don't know. What's the next one, Andy? ESPN, ABC, Disney to come to Hulu. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so when I posted it, it was a rumor. There have been supporting evidence released since then that they're actually in talks and... Uh, Disney wants to do this really badly, so Disney's going to be pulling ABC and ESPN along. Uh, um, because doesn't Disney own ABC, or is it yeah. ABC own... No, Disney owns ABC. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm trying to remember who's who. Yeah, and ESPN, for that matter. Yeah. ABC they is owned by the Walt Disney Company, and yeah. ABC owns ESPN. ESPN. So Disney would like to go to Hulu. Well, what makes, do you think about that, Andy? <laughs> makes oh, sense. It's kind of funny because um, there was there's been some history between Walt Disney, ABC, and NBC mm-hmm. back in like the '60s, back when TV was still black and white. So it's kind of funny that there's now a. Um, Wasn't the Mickey Mouse Club on NBC? Yeah, back in the '60s, because NBC. Uh, was able to broadcast Disney in color, and ABC was still in black and white at the time. No, Mickey Mouse Club was on ABC. Oh, not NBC. I thought it was on NBC. That's why the. Uh... Oh no, no, it was ABC. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was back in the fifties. All right. Well, it only ran in the fifties. Yeah. No, well, it ran in the seventies, and then there was the nineties. The Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah, I guess so. It's come back twice. Ha, ha, ha. What? Oh, yeah, it must have run in the 90s, because uh, 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 Britney Spears was on it. Yes. When she was young. Yes. In the 90s. Yes. And J.C. Chase, Carrie Russell, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake. Stop reading Wikipedia. Jessica Simpson. Stop reading Wikipedia. <laughs> I should have changed it up, then you would have known that I would have uh, been reading Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. But I actually knew the 70s and the 90s. I just wanted to make sure who you were talking about. Okay. Yeah, so ABC. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, but still, it, it's interesting. I, I'm I'm curious as to what they'll pour it over first. You know, the order that they'll bring stuff over, how much they're bringing over. I. It's kind of funny, though, because you see CBS now is actually broadcasting their website that they own, TV.com. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how long it's going to be before CBS drops TV.com, the one the sub website they paid millions for. And just go to Hulu? Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be weird, though. It's going to be... Uh... Hulu's got a pretty strong corner on the market at this point. Yeah. Because all, all you need is CBS to go over there, and then you'll have the big four. Mm-hmm. 
Which at which point, what happens? I mean, will there be like an antitrust case? I doubt it, because who who are they fighting against? I don't know. They're fighting against YouTube, but it's about it. It and that's not really fighting against. That's two different sides of a weird battle. Right. Because YouTube is the amateurs who lose the pros. It's one way to look at it. Well, we, are you going to try and argue against YouTube being kind of amateurish? No, not, I mean, well, YouTube is certainly open to amateurs, yeah. and a lot of amateurs take part in it, and it, <laughs> it's one of the reasons for its successes. There are, there's also a, a very large amount of professional content. Yeah. Case in point, the Monty Python channel. That is true. It's not going to be... Um... Now that they've put those like inline advertisements in the videos, tons of people have been flocking to YouTube. Yeah. Weird Al puts all his music videos up. Any new one he does, it goes right to YouTube. Watch. Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know. I... I'm kind of excited, especially since it's you're basically almost fight. It's weird because you're trying to fight against cable, but you have to use broadband internet access in order to view Hulu. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you also hear that uh, Charter's jumping on the bandwagon for um, capping? Yeah, and I I did not, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's the lowest tier is 15 gigabytes a month. It's not bad. And $1 per gigabyte overage Beyond charge. That, yeah. That's not too bad. I don't think I could do 15 gig a month. If you're streaming a high-def video off of Hulu, how much is that? That can't be 15 gigabytes. Well, I know it's not 15 gigs, but mean, it's still going to be something. Yeah, I suppose if I did all of my TV watching on Hulu, which I really do, actually. I almost never turn my TV on. What do you think about Hulu doing their live broadcast stuff? What do they live broadcast? Well, they did, like, the inauguration live. Oh. I think they did one of the presidential debates live. It was more just like a toy and a proof of concept. But yeah. But they did it, and they can do it again. Well, as you remember from my the 30 Years in the Future episode from a while ago, I predicted within 30 years that all the over-the-air broadcasting stations are not going to be over the air. They'll be, be on the wires. Yeah, they're going to be on the wires, or they're not going to be an analog... Well, I already knew they weren't going to be analog signals, but I'm thinking that they're going to be... Uh-huh. It's like your local stations are going to be basically a server that you would go to to get all your shows. Prime time would disappear, but that's probably not going to happen ever. No, because the... The advertisers don't want that to happen. Yeah, and the work week would have to change. But it's 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 going to be the future. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny, because that brings, segues perfectly into one of the ones that I posted about. TV this and the death the... of old media in ten steps. What is old media being, def- like, newspaper and radio, or what? Newspaper, magazines, the music industry, and television and video products. Okay. That's technically like what they're considering of of old media. So they were like, there there are 10 steps to the decline and fall of old media, which is the... Excuse me, if that's old media, does that mean like 
books, video games, and the internet are the new media? Well, books are not the new media. That's... Well, I know, but it wasn't included in that list of old media. Well, and you could say that the Kindle is going to keep books alive. Yeah. They may not be in paper form, but the the literature still exists. Yeah. But I'm just I was just trying to classify the basic things that newspaper and magazines are probably like the evolution of well books books are special in their way cuz they don't need any sort of connection to anything. Neither they, does a newspaper. Yes, but books are also a lot more timeless. True. When I buy a book, I expect it to last more than a week. Yeah. If I buy a newspaper, I mean, it's going to get beat up and trash. But then part well, of that's no, no, just how we treat it. No, no, but I'm saying that the newspaper itself is not the, timeless. The quality, right. It's news that is current, current events in paper form. Okay, yeah. Books you can go back to and read. Classics. Read Jane Austen. Read Charles Dixon. I, I, I'd argue with that in that newspapers give us a, a sense of history. They are current, but when they are no longer current, they are historical. That's the reason that libraries have archives. And when was the last time you went back to the library to look at an old newspaper? You really want to know? Yes. Today is Thursday? Yes. I went on Monday afternoon. <laughs> to look up to look what? Up last week's Ann Arbor News. Oh, because they're, uh, you're looking for the editorial or what? Nope, my dad was on the front page. Oh, well, that's no fair. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Yep. <laughs> Here's the brush. Go paint yourself into the corner. <sighs> I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I can do it on my own. It's okay. So, but back to the, the death of old All media. Right. So this, these are what they think the 10 steps of the death of TV and video is going to be. The emergence of a new mode of distribution. Digital distribution. Check. YouTube, iTunes, Hulu. Enhancement of new modes of distribution. Basically, it's just saying that bandwidth is going to grow. Broadband is expanding. Check. The emergence of a quote-unquote new profession. So, Mm. um, basically, the YouTube cameras. Blogger. Yeah, phones have cameras. Everybody has cameras. Everybody can be on YouTube they, you people could make a living off of mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, so we have that check. The emergence of new packaging, the half hour one half hour sitcom, the hour long drama on TV is disappearing. Yeah, the Guild, uh, Doctor like Horror, ten minute shorts, all these stuff is yep. now being out there. There will be brawl. Yeah, the emergence of a new business model and market. Ads. Yeah, that's not really a new business model. <laughs> Yeah, well, the market is different, though. Yes, the market You're selling is the ads different. different because there's, and the model is different because you have direct numbers. You know exactly how many people have clicked on this or have watched this. Yeah. On TV, you had to depend on the Nielsen ratings. Yeah. So business model has changed. Check. Um, the emergence of disruptive business models: video piracy, music piracy. Check. Uh, the decline of old packaging, basically the decline of TV stations. Mm-hmm. Think we're of, not quite there yet, but we're getting there. Well, think of sci-fi had to rebrand themselves to Siffy. One, <laughs> one example a, a rule does not make. I think I slaughtered that quote, but um, it's something well, like that. 
think well the the old packaging with they're trying to the decline of old packaging television channels you were trying to keep people on your station from x time to y time there are different there's you could have tent pole shows you could have lead in shows you could have following shows mm-hmm. to try and carry the audience over that's why you always had the uh the the previews that were going right. on during the credits on TV shows to try and carry people over right but that's still going on i mean look at the daily show and the colbert report well yeah but Think of TiVo. You don't have it. You just program what shows you like, and the TiVo will do it. Yeah, but not everyone has a TiVo. <laughs> I know, but the TiVo's D- DVRs are becoming the new thing. AT and T will give yeah. you TV uh, uh, a DVR. Dish has got DVRs. DirecTV has got DVRs. Everybody's got a DVR now. The DVR is cutting up that stay on this channel from X to Y. It's just hey, it's turning it into an a la carte, especially with cable now too. You can just right. pick and choose what you want to see. You're not, you're not in for the long haul anymore. That's what that's what's that's the that's what the old packaging is. Um, the decline of the old mode of distribution is number eight. So the old mode of distribution used to be actually like mailing people tapes and stuff through the mail, through couriers and stuff, and now it's online. So the everything's online now. Mm. Uh, the defection of talent to the new business model. That one still really hasn't happened yet, but you're starting to see, I don't know, have you seen any TV stars that are now really big on the internet? Uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Felicia Day wasn't TV originally, but she kind of came out on the internet. So yeah, and number 10 is the decline of the old business model and market. So we're almost there. Yes. We have like nine of the 10. Basically, yeah. So, yeah, TV is almost following that curve. Yep. It's going to be a crazy, crazy world we're living in. All right, so DRM-free SIM 3. Sims 3. Yeah. EA's new baby. It's been pushed back a couple times. I think it's on for a June release. <laughs> yes, maybe. I, I, I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention. Does Kate know? No, Kate doesn't care about Sims 3. Okay. She's happy with Sims 2? Mm-hmm. All right. And her mutant alien babies with pointy ears and blue eyes and red hair. Yeah. I'm, I'm not... Uh, <laughs> scientists and geneticists... Uh, okay, well, she's not a geneticist. Though. No. She just plays one in The Sims. <laughs> yeah, she's just... That's her goal is to breed more and more obscure... Uh, Combination. Yeah, the recessive traits. She... So since you can't do to... inbreeding, it's the closest thing that she can get. Right. So the the DRM on EA games of late like has been spore, ridiculous, and Bioshock and Mass Effect. I think was published by EA on the PC. It was just that it 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 was, it was bordering on Sony's rootkit. Yeah, like really bad. Yeah. Yeah, publisher EA. So the the backlash from all this has has so kind of staggered the company that they've announced Sims 3 will be sold without any DRM. Well, there's got to be some DRM. The game will have a disk-based copy protection. Yeah. So it's probably. got the serial code that we're all used to from right. but, StarCraft onward. But that's onward. not a digital, right? No. I mean, that's so that's they, they they tried out something new. It blew up in their face, and now they're back to where they were. 
right? Good for them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, let's try this out. Oh my god, it blew up in our face. I don't have eyebrows anymore. <laughs> Can we go back to where we were, please? Please, please, please. Um, Maybe we'll see. Speaking of video games, video games improve eyesight. Video games improve your eyesight. Yes. Tell that to my eyes. <laughs> Why are you gonna need glasses? I thought soon? staring at a computer screen was was like bad for you though. I I well, it's something about being able to. It not great. CNET doesn't have my page anymore. Ah ha ha! Damn it! I'm gonna have to go and um, delete that and find it again. But it was something about uh, first-person shooters, and you'd be able to um, movement is what would help your eyesight. It's it's the tracking. Yes, the tracking. So basically, you'd be able to follow moving yeah, it's objects. Yeah, that old in argument about hand-eye coordination. Yeah, and there was a scientific study about the FPS and improving eyesight. I'm gonna have to find it. Damn it! Damn you, CNET! Stop moving your... Don't you use permalinks, Andy, or do you just use, like, the, the URL? Or I clicked what was the permalink, and now it... <laughs> permalink wasn't perma. Bastards violating the idea of permalinks. Uh, All right, well, while we're... I, I'm going to step back a topic real fast with right. the death of old media and bring up the death of something else that's not quite old media. It's actually combination of old and new media and that would be Encarta, Microsoft's encyclopedia uh, now I've been waiting for this announcement since Wikipedia gained popularity well of course did you ever get Encarta? Um, I used Encarta in back in school a long long time ago back in high school and in middle school I used Encarta my dad had a copy a long time ago I think we were still in elementary school I remember playing around with it and just like going to random pages, kind of what I do with Wikipedia now. It was good for its time. It was fantastic, but it 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 should have died years ago. And now it's finally going to be. Yep, Microsoft is shutting it down. Well, not all of them. I, they're keeping one of them open. I don't. Remember, does it say which one they're keeping open or no? I don't know. I don't have it open. Microsoft and Carta Worldwide, except Japan, oh, wait. Uh, is closing on October 31st, 2009. Microsoft and Carta Japan will be discontinued on December 31st. So never so, mind. Yeah, they're, they're all they're being, closing. Yeah, they're all closing. <laughs> well, okay then. And, yeah. Don't mind me. I just work here. It's all right. Won't hold you responsible. Games. All right. I found a Kotaku link to the stuff. Okay. So, um, yeah, that playing action-packed video games like first-person shooters have a positive effect on your eyesight. Uh, da 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 they, they administered an eye tet, and then they administered an hour and a half a day. Oh, an hour a day of Unreal Tournament. All the control group got stuck with Tetris. <laughs> oh, wait. This is from 2007. This is not what I wanted. That is not new news. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Alright, I'm 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 not gonna put any new links on anything because okay. that's it's only about eyesight and first person shooters that helped. I'll have to go find it. So tell me about these federal miles per gallon requirements. Alright, so you know back in the seventies we had that oil embargo problem and all the cars <laughs> had um Horrible gas mileage in the 70s. 
Mm-hmm. So because of that, the uh, transportation department back then uh, set requirements for each uh, company to have a mile per gallon min- uh, average for their fleet. Right. So you could have some above, you could have some below, but you had to have an average of X number of miles per gallon. And okay. now, finally, 25 years later, they finally increased the uh, requirements. Good for them. Was this a a White House-sponsored bill? Um, well, this was the D- D- U.S. Transportation Department. Right. But were they under the direction of the White House? <sighs> that is to say, was this part of, like, Obama's change and, you know, we need more fuel-efficient vehicles and that whole part of his agenda? Um. Not really, because this was based off of regulations set up in a 2007 energy law. Okay. That they needed to start setting higher guidelines for the the stuff, because back in 1975, it said it there was the uh, the cafe program that Congress set up said it ha- fuel efficiency had to go from 13 to 27.5 miles per gallon over a decade, and mm. now they're finally going from 27.5 to uh or no was it 27.5. I'm trying to read the uh, link here. Something like that. But now it's got to be um, 27.3, which is kind of funny because in 2007, automakers averaged 31.3 miles per gallon for passenger cars. Right. So, um, And 23.1 miles per gallon for light trucks, both of which are above the mandates. So, Isn't that law where the SUV came from? Is that they just like reclassified the car so it got around it completely? Sometimes, yeah, that's that's what they did. Okay, just double checking. But yeah, the 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 uh, transportation came from the 2007 bill, which were called for by 2012, uh, 2020 to have cars and trucks combined into one group and have the average be 35 miles per gallon. Whoa! Yeah. Auto companies must not be enjoying that. <laughs> and think, you auto companies are right now trying to survive. Yeah. And then this gets put down the pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Not not only do you have to keep your company afloat, while you're doing it, you're going to have to improve your fuel economy on your entire fleet. I wonder if Toyota is just, like, watching this and going, like, ah, ha, 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 I mean, if I were a rival company. Well, Toyota, Toyota's all, uh, they're all, Toyota said they're committed to, uh, uh, improving the fuel economy. It was big three. Right. And, and they, you know, Toyota's got the Prius out, yeah. which is a, a fantastic fuel vehicle. Yes. But I'm saying, like, as far as one of the big three collapsing, if I were Toyota or any other auto manufacturer, I'd be like, oh, my God, what an opportunity. <laughs> if one of the big three collapses, right? Yeah. All their factories are going to be put up for sale. Oh, so you could just hop in, retool them. Yeah. I could see I that. mean, boom, cheap factory. <laughs> Yay, cheap factories. More foreign cars. You know, really, I, I'm, I could get in trouble somewhere down the line for saying this. I don't have a problem with foreign cars when they're being made in America. Yeah. I mean, the only problem I have is that the, the workers aren't necessarily unionized. But if you remember, I was calling for the union's head anyway. <laughs> So that's not really a problem. Well, if you think about it, the problem with GM was because of the unions and their huge right. severance packages health- and their their health care and all the stuff that they they what was it like was it like twenty years and you're guaranteed health benefits no matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. So I'm 
you know, I'm concerned about the the big three collapsing because Michigan's economy is very much tied to it. Yes. And if they collapse, there's going to be a lull in there where, like, there will be this ripple effect and it will destroy the state. At the same time, it's going to be less competition for foreign manufacturers, which will say, hey, there are these cheap factories out there. Let's go grab one. Especially, isn't the U.S. dollar still down compared to the euro? Uh, to the euro, yeah, but uh, it, it in like the last couple of days, the dollar's gained strength. Pretty sure. One U.S. dollar equals 75 cents of the euro. Okay. So, yeah. We, That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Not as a, good as so it used a, to be. It's a euro 50 to the U.S. dollar? I do believe so. Wow. No, that's not right. It's a, a euro sixty six to the U.S. dollar. Yeah, one's three fourths, the other's four thirds. Dollar thirty three. There we go. One euro thirty three cents to the dollar. Three fourths, four thirds. I can do math. I swear. <laughs> I really can. I, I I hope so. At some point. Yeah. So, uh, uh brain melt. Do you want to just move on to the next? Do you want to just stop that and move on to the last topic before we hit the random topic? <laughs> Andy's trying to be nice to me. <laughs> David won't go sleep. Sure, let's go to the next one. The PS2 drops down to 100 bucks. PS2 dropped down to below 100 bucks. It's not even going to be below, unless you're living in a... In the same way, well, in the same way that the Wii is below 250. Yeah. $99. And 99 cents plus tax. For like a super thin PS2. Yeah, the, the one, the, like the notebook size. If they can make those so thin, why don't they stick them in the PS3 shell? Because <laughs> it's probably something that have to do with the optical laser. That's what I'm thinking. That may, No, because the PS3 can read CDs. Oh, well then I have it can no read idea DVDs and it can read there. Blu-rays. I have no idea why the PS2 is not in there. I mean, it it just seems to me like people would be willing to pay the extra $100, which is clearly more than it costs to produce, for the backwards compatibility. I'm kind of curious, though, what the 250 titles that have reached greatest hit status are. I'm sure it's on Wikipedia. Probably. So, Dave, do you ever want to go back and play some of the games on the PS2 that you missed? I still have Legends of Dragoon sitting here, uh, like, unopened. Go back, play God of War, God of War 2. Mm-hmm. What else but I have there? a PS2, so it's not really a problem. Yeah. You, have, do you, have the, you have the big PS2, just like I do. Yeah. I've got a PS2 with a network adapter. I had a network adapter and then returned it, because I thought it was kind of pointless. <laughs> well, you didn't play NCAA football on the PS2. No, I didn't. And Madden and, and SOCOM and all those other games. Right. God, PS2 is 100 bucks. They're still going to be making titles for it. Mm-hmm. It's the console that will not die. Well, you know what's going to happen as soon as they like retire it? Is the homebrew scene will open up. Oh, of course. So it'll still have shelf life then. Uh, I, I just don't see why Sony isn't doing it. They would sell so many more PS3s if they had backwards compatibility. Anyone who's on the fence, oh, maybe, but you know, the 360 is kind of nice too. As soon as you've got backwards compatibility, 
and you say, I have my entire library of PlayStation 2 games, yeah, I'll do it. Hook me up. But really, when are you, you going to go back and play those PS2 games? When? Uh, I tried to play Final Fantasy IX the other day. Why? That was like three weeks ago, because it was a good game. It was a fantastic game. I'll take your word on it, because it's Final Fantasy. I know you will. I'm playing Chrono Trigger on the DS. Did you ever play that? You haven't played that one. I know you haven't played that one. Nope. We've had this discussion before. We had it at Video Games Live. Yes. Me and Japanese RPGs just don't mix. No, it's you and Final Fantasy don't mix. How many other JRPGs have you played? Dragon's Quest. Okay, besides that. Oh, besides Dragon's Quest? You like Dragon's Quest. Uh, It was okay. The one for the Nintendo? Yeah, I would... It got annoying after a bit. Go pick up Chrono Trigger and give it a shot. I'm not going to pick up anything. After Easter. I'm still not going to pick up Chrono Trigger. I'm not going to... It's... Would I really want to spend money just to try something out? By by pick up? I meant download. Oh. But Dave, we're not supposed to download games that we don't own. Right, right. Well, I own it, so... (laughs) You can use my download. (laughs) Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm tired. All right, what's this, all right before we hit the random topic, what's this Braille that you're talking about? Braille. You know, I was looking at it, and it didn't strike me as Braille so much as Morse code. It's, it's a new way to convey information for a touch screen, and it basically involves vibrating the screen different amounts based on the letter. Okay. Well, yeah, basically I, I Braille is... I assume it's, it's whatever letter your finger is over. Yeah. But it's, you know, Braille is six dots all the time, right? Well, this is six tones, if you will, of vibration. So there's either strong or weak. And the strong is the raised dot, and the weak is the the flat dot. And so it's it's just a series. It's one, two, three, one, two, three, representing the left column and the right column. Okay. So it's something that they're experimenting with, that they're working on. And it works once people learn it. Yeah, but you're going to so, have to learn, basically learning how to read all over again. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, though. I, I enjoy I like the idea. Because, yeah, touch screens for blind people doesn't work too well. Yeah, it doesn't help. No, not at all. <laughs> it's a touch screen. I don't know where to touch. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right. So that's Jeff all Dunham's, those... What was Jeff Dunham's line? Bringing a group of deaf people to a ventriloquist show is like bringing a bunch of blind people to a magician. <laughs> well, you would still get something because of the different voices. For deaf people? Oh, yeah, that wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work at all. All right, random topic, Dave. What is it? You, ro- you rolled. I rolled a two. What, uh, what's the roll? What would you like to do but haven't yet? Lack of courage, time, money, etc.? Today? Well, I don't know. What would you like to do but haven't yet? Lack of courage, Today? time, money, etc. That's Today, lack of time? I think everyone should know the answer to that right now, Andy. <laughs> Sleep. That's Sleep. <laughs> it's not very... I'll tell you, an hour ago when, when, you, when we first rolled, uh, I, I did come up with a different answer that I was going to say, which is rule the world. <laughs> but, I, yeah. That's a little far-fetched, wouldn't it yeah. be? I mean, I could. I suppose I could also put down like cure cancer, cure Alzheimer's. Well, solve the be, budget. Okay, what would be a basically possible realistic goal? goal? Yeah, realistic goal. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> 
beyond the next hour. Catch up on some old video games. Um, maybe design my campaign for D and D so that I'm more than one week ahead. <laughs> it was nice last week, right? I, I had the dungeon set up and we played, and we finished, and I still had more to do. <laughs> so like, oh my god, I don't have to scramble for next week. <laughs> When's your uh, spring break? Uh, it starts the ninth. Okay. Why are you coming back? No. Well, you are, but for Easter, and then you're going up north, and then going God knows where. Well, no, the Easter is up north. Right, but aren't you driving out here just before then or something? I don't know. I'm probably not. Because okay. I, would, I would drive out basically just for your Passover, and then I would drive yeah, back. Yeah, no, you're not going for that. Don't, yeah. don't worry about that. That's fine. Although, we did have the idea of uh, Skyping you in. <laughs> but I would ha- but half the... Half the fun of Passover is the food. Yes, but half the fun is just being there and, and having the company, is it not? Yeah, but that the uh, food. <laughs> That'd be mean. The Afi Komen would just be staring at me through the screen. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> the Afi Komen is a piece of flour and water. Do you really want it? <laughs> no, wait. wait uh, the Shamtort, I think, is what you're thinking of. The giant, very delicious dessert? Yeah, the Shamtort. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Afikomen is a piece of matzah. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't matter. No, the Shamtort is the meringue and strawberries and whipped cream. Oh, meringue and strawberries and whipped cream. Oh, delicious. Oh, my- yeah, my mouth is, is watering yeah. right now. Actually, I, I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll ask my mom to make one this week. <laughs> They're pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. You know what would be fun, actually, what? and not difficult, is making a bunch of mini shamtorts. Mini shamtorts? Yeah, instead of the giant one. Like cupcakes? Almost. Or just like regular cakes? No, like, you know, maybe three-inch diameter, four-inch diameter. Mini cakes? Yeah, just little mini shamtorts, and you just put like a little dollop of whipped cream and some strawberries on it. Hmm, that could be tasty. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I have to go get some springform pans. <laughs> I've got two eight-inch pie pans over here now. Yes, but I need tiny ones. What? Make it slightly bigger. Make it eight inches. Tell me but how to that, do it. You, I, okay, you beat the. You get only egg whites. You add lots of sugar. You beat them. There's your meringue. <laughs> well, yeah, I know how to make a meringue. But what add do you a do little then? vanilla. That's it. Well, no, I mean that's it, Andy. Is you make a meringue, you put homemade whipped cream on it and strawberries. Oh. That's a shamtor. It really is that simple. Oh, my. If you can make a meringue, you can make a shamtor. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us on cooking today. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll we'll do for the random topic from now is like a random recipe. (laughs) All right. Everyone get out here. Go. Go away. No. We love you all. Go, Go away. I need sleep. I need sleep. Wake me when it's over. Happy April Fool's Day. Bye.